0: for the wise up tx podcast this is your host azra Siddiqui. as a reminder wise up texas is my platform to inform the south asian community about texas and national politics you can find us on all forms of social media such as twitter instagram and facebook our handle is at wise up tx or you can check out our website www.wiseuptx.com last but not least you can find our podcast segments on tuner stitcher google play and the podcast app on your apple iphone and it's aired on Monday mornings on Coffee Mornings with Aisha on Radio Azad. All right, everyone. We are continuing our segment um, kind of from last week. Last week, I had covered what was the Texas uh, Democrats and Republicans uh their party platforms on education and so this segment we're going to be talking about healthcare. and so just a quick reminder uh, we have the November midterm elections coming up and so while it may seem far away there's so much information to learn about and learn about like the party platforms the candidates so we're starting all of that now so that by the time November hits around and you're at the polls voting uh, you all are ready to go with all the information that you need. So, it's really important to understand what the party's platforms are because, for many of the candidates that are part of that, each political party, you kind of base their own uh, particular platform um, based off of that, but not completely. Like I stated last time, for education, uh, the Republicans have put on their platform about privatizing education, whereas I know many rep- Republicans uh, in the Texas legislature are more so for. Uh, funding public schools so it's always good to note that while this may be the party platform not all candidates are for it so make sure you know and understand that when you are looking at the candidates that are running for office and trying to understand their uh, their particular platforms but Um, Before we get into the party platforms, I kind of wanted to discuss some of the issues in health care that are facing our Texans today. And again, this is more on the state level, not on the federal level. So um, the state of Texas has 4.5 million people without health coverage. And so this is the highest uninsured rate out of all 50 states. And one of the best ways to close this gap is to expand Medicaid eligibility under Obamacare. Now, um... Many Republicans, uh, very Republicans, uh, central uh, Republican-controlled states, uh, were very much resisted against expanding uh, Medicaid under Obamacare, uh, either for their political reasons or maybe economic reasons. Um, But there are a couple of states that did end up expanding it, like the state of Ohio under Governor Kasich, and. and while he was a Republican, he felt that it was for the benefit for his state, for his constituents. Now, the state of Texas has not been one of those states to expand it. And they're one of 19 states to decline extending this coverage. Um, this decision ca- to expand uh, Medicaid coverage under Obamacare, or the Affordable Care Act, also known as the ACA, uh, comes from the governor. So that's something to look out for, to see between Governor Abbott and uh, the Democrat um, candidate for governor, which is Lupe Valdez, to see what they uh, talk about this. Um, Another really, um, really sad thing is that uh, the maternal mortality rate in Texas is one of the highest in the developed world. So not even considering America, but just the state of Texas itself, which is just um, horrifying. And it isn't impacting just everyone, it seems to be impacting a lot of minorities, especially the African American and Latino community. And this could be due because due to the fact that one third of pregnant women in Texas don't have access to care in Texas uh, prior um, to giving birth. And we also, the state of Texas also has the highest repeat teen pregnancy rate, in, which is also the highest in uh, in the US. So yes, Texas is bigger um, in many ways, but in in an unfortunate way, we are one of the biggest uninsured uh, healthcare populations amongst many other things. So healthcare seems to be a very important topic um, for the state of Texas. And you may be wondering, okay, well, what are these big picture impacts, right? Like how does this impact um, the overall big picture of the state of Texas well they're pretty huge economic impacts to our state so for example the Texas Comptroller Glenn Hager who oversees the revenue for the state of Texas has stated that while our budget which is the overall budget looks good um, and just to give you a reminder the budget uh, for the state is decided upon in two-year segments so you know they meet in 2017 to determine the budget up until 2019 and then so on and so forth so while our budget may look good by the time the legislature meets in 2019 of January, the state will face a $2.5 billion Medicaid bill um, because the Texas legislature underfunded Medicaid in the two- 2017 session. And again, if we had accepted um, the federal if we had expanded Medicaid eligibility under Obamacare, then maybe this uh, number would not be so huge. And so because we have this $2.5 billion Medicaid bill in 2019, that means the state will have a beginning balance of $94 million to spend on other expenses. And just to give you an overview of how little that is, is that in 2017, we had a state budget of $880 million, and in 2015, we had $7.3 billion to spend. So. Think 94 million is pennies compared to uh, the amount of money we've had in the past two legislative sessions and that's going to have a huge economic impact in how the budget is going to be written in 2019 so we can expect that there will be a lot of um, cuts happening and impacting in other ways. Alright so now that you have an overview of some of the issues major issues that are um, plaguing our state with regards to healthcare, let's pivot over to what is um, the Democratic Party platform. All right, so for the Democrats, I'm pretty much taking the information that is on their website, which uh, I will have on our blog post, www.wiseuptx.com, and um, and you can read in more detail there. So I'm giving a broad overview, but that is essentially where this information is coming from. So for Democrats, they believe that health care for all um, is something that they really believe in, and they believe that health care is a human right. Now. I can tell you that it sounds really great to hear that. Oh, everybody deserves healthcare. But what people tend to forget is that how do um, how does the government intend to fund this? Right? It's it's easy to say that oh yeah, healthcare for all. But what is the what is the way it's going to be funded? Right? So are they going to raise taxes? Are they going to redistribute the budget? Um, what would end up being cut? in order for this to be funded so those are some questions to kind of think of it's great to hear these awesome sound bites but it's also good to be analytical and think okay what what are the repercussions of this if this legislation does get passed moving on um they support the medicaid expansion which i uh briefly talked about that our state has not expanded it so far so the texas democrats would want to accept the billions of federal dollars for the state's medicaid program um, they would like to improve Medicare's, they want to reject backdoor prioritization of Medicare, they also want to improve quality of care, increase service to rural areas, and crack, crack down on waste and abuse of Medicaid. Um, they are also for the use of cannabis um, for medical usage and legalizing the possession of it. Um, as you know that many states such as Colorado and the state of Washington have legalized cannabis use and have actually used those tax dollars um in those in the sale of cannabis to fund other things such as education and health care so maybe that's a way that the Tem- Texas Democrats could potentially if cannabis was legalized to use to fund you know health care for all um moving on, the Texas Democrats support the coverage allowed um by the Affordable Care Act for Mental Health and Substance Use Disorder Services. And they encourage Texas to accept the federal Medicaid money to deliver coverage to close the coverage gap. Um, As we know, an unfortunate situation is that um, there has been an opioid crisis that has been plaguing our country. Um, So this would help with the substance uh, use Disorder services. There needs to be more funding to get people uh, the help that they need. Uh, Furthermore, you know, we have an increasing amount of gun violence. And while, you know, gun control is an issue that needs to be discussed, it seems that many of those that do have um, access to guns not all um, seem to be suffering some from some mental health crisis, and that's why they go about and doing these violent acts. Um, so there has been a lot of talk about increasing funding for mental health so that um, these type of violent acts uh, do not continue occurring. All right, so. The Texas Democratic platform also discusses supporting legislation to combat the state's maternal mortality crisis, which I mentioned before is one of the worst um, in the world in the state of Texas. They also oppose any legislation that would dangerously restrict an an access to abortion care. So that is a broad overview of what the Texas Democratic platform is uh, with regards to health care. I'm going to now pivot over to what the Republicans believe in. So they believe in funding all state supported living centers for mentally disabled legal Texans. They also believe that the legislature should provide appropriate funding for improvement of mental health services for children and adolescents. Um, They also talk about welfare reform. So they believe that they should deny welfare benefits to those who can't prove their citizenship. Uh, They require the recipients of welfare to work, learn, and train, and also to be substance abuse-free. They would like welfare recipients to submit to random drug tests, and they would like to abolish the federal welfare program. Um, They also have on their platform, they oppose all efforts to validate transgender identity. Um, They also oppose the legalization of illicit and synthetic drugs. I'm assuming that um, cannabis would be on this list, that they would not want a legalization of this. Uh, They also believe that healthcare decisions such as immunization should be Uh, protected from government intrusion and that Texas public schools have a duty to inform parents they can opt out of CDC-recommended vaccinations for their children. Um, So as you know, that uh, vaccination has become a big issue uh, with parents. Um, Some of them are against the state or the government requiring their kids to be vaccinated because some feel that this may cause um, other uh, medical issues and that's become a very controversial topic. So it seems like Texas Democrats are are not against um, requiring kids to be um, getting their immunization whereas uh, the Texas Republican platform is uh, saying that kids can opt out for it. And I do want to reiterate again, I know of several Texas Republicans in the legislature that are not for this. Uh, I, part of the platform. So again, remember that each candidate is different. This is just an overall general platform. Um, moving on, the Texas Republican platform believes that abortion isn't health care. They're all for defunding Planned Parenthood, which is one of the places where women can access abortion. But please remember that uh, Planned Parenthood also provides a um, help to many um, pregnant women and free breast cancer screenings uh, for many women that are unable to afford it so they offer a lot other uh, medical services besides abortion and it seems that that is just the hot button issue that uh, Planned Parenthood is connected with. Anyways, and um, moving on, they also, the Texas Republicans, um, want to have a passage of health care reform through a market-based transparent system. So the Texas Republican Party is um, very much against the Affordable Care Act as they feel it's unconstitutional. They believe it should be repealed. And they oppose any further expansion of Medicaid, and they believe it should be returned to its original purpose, which was meant to be a temporary assistance program, not for it to be permanent for uh, citizens to rely on. All right, again, that is a broad overview of the Texas Republican Party. This was taken from their website um, with regards to health care. Um, so I hope you all can kind of understand some of the issues that we talked about, like high maternal mortality rate. It seems like the Democratic Party is uh, discussing it, whereas the Republican Party didn't really have much of that in the plat- in their platform to try and fix. Um, we see that the Medicaid expansion is a contentious issue between the two parties. One party supports it, the other party doesn't. Um, And last but not least, it seems that uh, care for um, pregnant women and uh, for those women that are unable to gain medical care uh, while they're pregnant, um, that is also not something that's discussed in both party platforms. It's discussed in the Democratic Party platform, but not so much in the Republican Party platform. We see in the Republican Party, they do discuss something about welfare reform, which is not necessarily discussed in the Texas Democratic Party platform. So those are some of the key differences. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this segment about healthcare. Uh, Next week, we will have another segment um, about the party platforms and the distinctions between them on a different topic. So I hope you all will tune in for that and Remember, everyone, get educated, get wiser, and let's start giving it. Until next time.